All right, well, we're, gonna, we're going to uh, turn now to the sermon series that we started last week called The Generosity Paradox. The Generosity Paradox. And what I want to do today is I want to talk about generosity in an area of life that we rarely think about. Often when we think about generosity, we think about financial giving. But today I want to talk about generosity that we experience in our mind and in our thoughts. So I'm going to read a short verse from the letter to the Philippians. We'll start off with that, and then we'll explore this. Uh, and then at the end of service, we will be taking the bread and the cup and, and the Lord's Supper together. So in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, it says this. Brothers and sisters, this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Philippi, and, and indirectly then writing to us. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, somebody say true. Whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, he says, think about those things. Spend some time thinking about those things that are true and right and pure and noble and excellent and praiseworthy. Think about those things. Today, I want to preach for just the next few moments on the subject, a generous mind a generous mind. Let's bow our hearts one more time, bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for drawing us together as a family. Thank you for being present with us. Lord, we pray that this teaching today from your word would, would distill in our heart, would take deep root in our heart, uh, and that it would grow. And I pray, Lord God, that it would sprout and it would grow and it would change us and transform us that we would become a people who have the mind of Jesus, a mind of humility and generosity, a mind of sacrifice and selfless love. I pray, Lord God, that this uh, sermon, Lord, would honor you and, um, and bless those who are here to hear it. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. A generous mind. Question, by a show of hands, how many of you have ever woken up mad? I mean just Anybody ever just woken up mad? Like you just wake up ticked off. Anybody not ever done that? Okay, good. All right, good. You just wake up mad. If, you, if, if you've ever done that, it's hard to figure out why you're mad when you wake up. You're just mad. You just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You brush your hair mad. You go downstairs. You make mad breakfast. You're mad while you're making breakfast. You eat mad. Get dressed mad. Right? You're just mad. Get in your car, you drive mad to work. <laughs> you're laughing like you know what I'm talking about. When the person at the light doesn't go right when it turns green, you're like ready to hit the horn, you're just mad. You get to work, printer ticks you off. Internet ticks you off, the copier ticks you off. You're just mad everywhere. Come home mad, you drive home mad, you go back to bed mad. Sometimes that happens to us. We're just mad. I woke up mad about a couple weeks ago. And I'm a little embarrassed to tell you why I woke up mad. My wife and I were on a retreat, on a pastor's retreat. <laughs> a retreat designed for refreshing and rejuvenation. And as we went to bed that night, we flipped on the TV, which we, which we never do. We just never watch TV right before we go to bed. So we flipped on the TV because it's there. And there was a terrible show on the television, a reality show that I urge you to never watch. It's called Married at First Sight. 
Wow. We need to pray through today, people. <laughs> As you can imagine, in the show, from the name of the show, the people in the show get married before they ever actually physically met each other. I hate to say it, but it doesn't generally work out so well for them, right? Because they're just bickering and they're fighting. And we, we, we're watching the show, and, and I fall asleep really easily. And so we're watching the show. I only saw about three minutes of the show. And the three minutes I, sh I saw was this couple that had gotten married a week ago and were getting divorced tonight. And they're mad and they're fussing and they're going after each other, okay? And then I fell asleep. And then about 4 o'clock in the morning, I had a dream. I dreamed that Rebecca and I had a marital conflict. I dreamed that we got into an argument. Mind you, we did not get into an argument. We did not have a marital conflict. I dreamed that we had a marital conflict. And I woke up mad about a fight that I didn't have. She's resting peacefully in the bed beside me. And I'm fuming over here going, I can't believe... And then I'm going, well, she didn't actually say that. I dreamt that she said that. But I can't believe that if we did argue, then she probably would say that. Now, the problem is none of this happened. Like, there were no objective reality. There was no actual fight. There was no issue going on at that time. It was all going on in my mind. And it wasn't even my conscious mind. It was my dream state. I was mad because of a thought that I had while I was asleep. If you're taking notes, write this down. If you don't control your thoughts, your thoughts will control you. See, the, the, the thought is a very powerful thing. A thought is extremely powerful. A, an airplane can drop a bomb or it can drop a pallet of food. A spoon can deliver medicine or it can deliver poison. A knife can kill somebody or it can cut out a cancer. A thought, a thought can either encourage you or discourage you. It can empower you or it can di disempower you. It can fill you with faith or it can fill you with fear. And the Apostle Paul is saying to us in the letter to the Philippians, he's saying, I want you to get a hold of the thoughts that will create in you a generous mind. I want you to get a hold of those thoughts, things that are true, things that are noble, things that are right, things that are praiseworthy, things that are excellent things that are admirable. I want you to get a hold of those thoughts. And here's why this is important. Because your thoughts impact literally every aspect of your life. Your relationship, your relationship is impacted deeply by the thoughts that you meditate on. Your career is heavily impacted